Welcome back to episode 47 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host Clifford Jordan Jennings here with my point man and co-host Malcolm Ball Boy King. (laughs) He got Black Mom. You ain't no goddamn Black black Mama, boy. You ain't even related to the motherfucking, you ain't a fucking Black Garden Snake. Hey. Hey, Kobe reincarnated through me. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I listen. Kobe would be <laughs> Kobe kill himself if he found out he had <laughs> to jump shot and dribble. You game. ain't right. You ain't right. You ain't right for that. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Don't disrespect Kobe like that. <laughs> What's going on, Cliff? Shit, cooling, man. It's been a busy week. Not so much in sports. I mean, you know, as it goes, as the games life. go on, it dies down. But yeah, in life in general, it's just been spread. Ooh, shit. Been a lot we're of shit. We're going to start calling that a Shakari Richardson on weeks like this. Listen, man, and I definitely got, <laughs> I definitely got disqualified, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. the race, too. You hear what I'm saying, man? They trying to get a nigga. I'm just hoping to make the relays. Right. At but this point, shit. We here to talk basketball, of course, to my shower heads out there. Um, and the first thing I will say is Malky was the closest one with last week's predictions as far as um, the Suns Clippers go. Of course, the actual score was 130-103. Uh, Clippers got smacked, and the game was just awful to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just awful mm-hmm. to watch. And you did predict it. You predicted 121-109. It's not quite, but it's definitely the closest out of the bunch. The only other person that predicted correctly was uh, Don. Yeah. Oh, Don. Don, Don Aaron uh, said Clippers that game. And then he also said Hawks in the uh, the one game. So in the group chat, I wonder what he was saying. And I was also right, by the way. I was trying to figure out what he was saying because I know I didn't write it down incorrectly because he said that he thought Cam Reddish was going to have a 30-point game. Right. Yeah, I remember him saying that. Yeah, I remember him saying that. And the only yeah. way that would make sense is if I wrote it down incorrectly and he said Cam Reddish has a 30-point game, but the Bucks still win. But I don't believe that's what he said. But who knows? I do be uh, buzzed. So that could have been the case. But um, shocking. Shocking in that game, Chris Paul's numbers. Yeah, shock. <laughs> And listen, he don't shock me no more. I'm trying to tell y'all. Listen, I knew I he had it in him. I knew he had it in him. I just didn't expect to see him that aggressive. And that what was respectable about watching that performance was that was a veteran taking control of the game and saying, I'm not going home. Right. Come on now. We don't know how much time he got left, man. Listen. It's now or never. It's now or never. Now or never. 
I I mean, you got to respect that. 41, four rebounds, uh, eight assists, and three steals. He was balling out there. Um, I mean, you just got to respect that performance. Devin Booker was struggling a bit in that game. Uh, he only had 22. All of us, um, I think, predicted at least 30 points out of him. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't even make that. But, I mean... It was just ugly to watch. Did you watch that game? The um, last game night? Six. Nah, not the, oh, not the, the final time, game okay. six, uh, Clippers Suns. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. It was a struggle. I watched it like the first half, I believe, and I just was not impressed. I just was like. I mean, it looked like the Clippers didn't want to be there. Sorry. Right. They just going out sorry. Kawhi's on the sidelines. He's clapping or whatever. He's being Kawhi or something. But yeah, they look like they they look like they was ready to play. Listen. Now that's when I told you Patrick Beverly. We talked about Patrick Beverly when he put, when he pushed Chris Paul from behind. That was the game, right? Was that when that game? Yep, that yeah, was that game. Yeah, he was frustrated. He knew they was gonna go home. I just like you said. I just thought nobody came to play on the Clippers. You know, they just lay down. You're right. You're right. There was no defense at all. Motherfuckers was just watching people take open shots. Nobody was switching. It was just like they didn't want to be there for some reason. Like, I don't know what happened, but a switch just turned off. And the, the motherfuckers laid down and got dirt thrown on them. He ain't playoff. P- I mean, he played good uh, up until they got eliminated. But it goes. So I kind of thought about what you said when you were like, well, maybe he can't play with somebody else. It's a, it's a superstar. Maybe he needs to run right. his own team. You had a chance to briefly, right, run your own team and right. try to get them over the hunt, and you could. I mean, bro, you just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Have, I don't even know. There's no excuses. <laughs> he, they just didn't. You didn't get the job done, bro. Man. You got further than you usually do. So, like, I'll give you a little bit of credit there. Like, you know, getting a little bit further than than normal. But at the end of the day, well, I don't know. I don't know. Can you give them that credit though? Because. I don't think that they got to where they were off the back of Paul George. It was more like the back of Kawhi Leonard, and then Paul George just stepped it up while you were out. But I feel like we heard a lot about Paul George consistently in the playoffs, more than Kawhi, because of Kawhi's injuries. And No, um, there was definitely more you know consistent play, and he was putting up decent numbers when Kawhi was playing, but... Right. They right. weren't impressive. Like, and then when Kawhi gets hurt, he goes out there and he starts impressing motherfuckers. But um, I don't know that they would have got there without Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, that's, you know, one of the unknowns that we'll never know because obviously Kawhi did play for the most part. But, I mean, when it was your chance to shine and pull the team through, bro, you ain't... You ain't yeah, none of that, y'all got it done. That he definitely uh fell short on. Yeah. Definitely yeah. fell short on that. So mm-hmm. um what do we say about about the Hawks then? So I don't want to be biased, but you know, everybody that listens or watches knows by now that Trey Young is my my dude. So I wanted him to make it to the finals. I didn't think they were gonna win the finals by any nah. means, I'm being honest. Um, but with it being his what we said his junior year, right? This is his third year. Yeah. His junior year in a sense. Um, I mean, he has a very bright future, as we all know. And I like what he said after the game. He made a post on Instagram. He said, We'll be back. And I, I believe that. I do believe, especially if they get more pieces. 
Um, I was very impressed by Trey Young throughout the. Like I was, I mean, he. Well, see, here's what's interesting to me about that situation, and I was thinking about it. I think that may have, even though they shocked the world, you know, doing what they did and going as far as they went, I think that may have been one of the worst things that could happen to them. Set the bar too high? Not even set the bar too high. The My line of thinking behind that is that you don't have all the pieces that you need right now. Right. You made too far of a run to think you're going to get anything in the draft, and your market isn't big enough for other players knocking at your door. You know what I mean? And or is it now? I or mean, that's that's the question. But at the same time, you got to think about this. You got a young guy that's already running that squad. You know what I mean? That's already Trey Young's squad. Right. So the only way that works is if you get somebody that has Chris Paul kind of respect and veteran leadership to be able to say, bruh, still your squad, but let me tweak it a bit for you. Right, 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 right. And I so, don't see anybody out there like that that would be able to come in and assist or that would be interested in coming in and assisting that situation. So you got to think, what else are you going to get if you don't get a good trade from somewhere? I think, I don't know who the, and that's something I should have I should have did homework on too, the upcoming like free agents and stuff like that who's going to be on the market. Oh, there's a lot of free agents. Like Kawhi's a free agent. Don Chick's a free. It's a hell of free agents out there. But the question, once again, comes down to who would pick Atlanta as a market. Well, I mean, you I mean, we all know this. I mean, Atlanta's popping as it is. I mean, you know, you got music. You got. On a microcosm, though. You know what I mean? When it comes yeah. to a black microcosm. Like, right. to be honest, like, that's what Atlanta's popping for. So right. me thinking realistically, the only way you're going to get a name that big is if they also have business outside of basketball in that area and they want to be closer to their business. Outside of that, Atlanta's not big enough of a draw for me as a Dame Lillard or somebody like that to be like, yeah, I'll come to Atlanta. Nah, I don't see that happening. I can see Bradley, a Bradley Bill type. Mm-hmm. Over I can Westbrook. see a Bradley Bill type. Westbrook, you wouldn't want there. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Bradley Bill. I'm saying over Westbrook as far as like oh. I'd rather go play with Trey Young and them. I see the potential where they what they're doing, what we could do, how that may gel compared to. What I can my see a Bradley Bill doing now. that because it would be, it would be, it would be a um. What do they call it at the job at your workplace when you're not making any additional a lateral move? Right. It would be a lateral move for Bradley Beal because you're already in a small market that is D.C. and you're moving to Atlanta. So there's a lot more perks that come with Atlanta over D.C., but the markets are still similar. Right, right, right. So I could see that. I don't know what Bradley Beal's prime track situation is. I believe he's up, up for... Uh, his contract in the near future, I believe. I could be let's wrong. Ch- let's look that up. That's a good question. But I'm, I, I, I think that'd be a good Washington fit. for a while. Has he, has he? Has he gotten a new contract? No. I don't remember him getting a new contract recently. No, I don't either. I don't remember it either. And I just feel like him and like a, a tandem, like a. Basically, I'm saying is a. I can uh, see that. I can see Trey Young and Bradley Beal because Bradley Beal doesn't have a problem playing the sideline. The number two. 
he can ball. I mean, right. You know, he can, and he can Trey, it, we too. know he can go off the shot. I can go off the dribble. I can. He can do whatever. He can drive. Right. I can see him fitting more with the Trey than a Russell. Their game, their styles. Yeah, I can see them definitely better. fitting together better than Russell and Bradley Beal. Right. But at the we same time. We talked about it in Bradley Beal's finals, or not finals, but playoff appearance. They he he puts up too many shots. Well, you don't have to when you play with a Trey Young. He you know puts what up I mean? Too many shots. Trey Young. Both of them put put. Well, up then too you split that. Shots. Well, then you split that in half now. You know what I mean? Where, but like, I don't. So when I see somebody that puts up that many shots, and like I said, a good game. Uh, for Trey Young, as of recently, is like a 16 for 32. You know what I mean? Right, like, he'll go right. 50% shooting 30 shots. You can't do that when you have a Bradley Beal on your team. So that means that you don't make all of those shots. You don't now reach 16. You get what I'm saying? Right. Unless you came out the gate hot, that just means it's Bradley Beal's game. It's not Trey Young's game. Because you're not going to be able to keep shooting and shooting and shooting until you start hitting when you have a Bradley Beal on your squad. And vice versa for Bradley Beal, because we all know Bradley Beal doesn't always come out the gates hot either. He has to keep shooting and shooting and shooting until he catches his rhythm. Right, get warmed up. Basically now you know who the best by. player would be to put there, and I always bring his name up because I feel like he fits anywhere. Jimmy fucking Buckets. Jimmy Buckets does not need to shoot over and over and over and over again to get his shot. Jimmy shots usually consistent throughout the game. Jimmy knows the shots to take. And you're saying for Jimmy to play with who? With Trey. See, I don't think I think Bradley I think that Beal would be a better fit than Bradley Beal because Jimmy doesn't take hella shots. Even in a game where Jimmy is the only guy, he still it's still like Jimmy put up put up a couple boys like be a little you know be a little aggressive out there like right right yeah jimmy jimmy's not your guy though jimmy gets a sneaky 27 almost every game where it's like i didn't even see you take that many shots how did you get 27 he does or um if uh trey young had like a um i know he has john collins he's he's all right Oh, yeah, yeah like they're a, both going to develop, and I think they're both three-year players, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, if he had, like, a Bam Adebayo, Trey Young, that is, or, like, a uh, nah, Julius Randle. Nah, you got to take Capella. You don't need an Adebayo. I'm taking Adebayo over like Adebayo's on a USA team, I believe. Nah, like, I'm, I'll tell you what. Over both On both of those players you just named, I'm taking both of the players Atlanta already has. Now, I'm not saying that either one is really? better. I'm not saying that. Capella is better than Adebayo, or that um, who else did you say? Uh, Julius Randle. Ju- or Julius Randle is better than John Collins. But what I can say is, I know how y'all mesh, being John Collins and Trey Young. I know that you show up in the playoffs, being John Collins, not Julius Randle. And right. then Clint Capella and Bam Adebayo are two similar players for me to want to go with one over the other. You're the same person. You're cleanup guys. You're defensive cleanup guys. You're the same. You're the exact same person. Hmm. 
So it's like, what's the point in trading for if I have that guy? He's just the one A, one B. Right. I mean, it's not like one's one, right. one's two. It's one A, one B. When I think of Adebayo and Clint Capella. Right. I'd probably give Adebayo one A and Clint Capella one B. Right. I mean, Adebayo, he just, Adebayo can do a lot, though. He's, he's a not dog. the tallest big man. Yeah, he's he, a dog. He just, and he shoots you know? threes, too. He will hit a three. That's why I'll give him 1A over uh, Capella, because Capella's not really taking it out there. I've seen him shoot before, but he's not really taking it out to the three. Right. What, what I would do, Cliff, is like um, when Chris Paul does retire, which we know is sometime in the near future, yeah. What I would do is, I, if I was Devin Booker or Trey Young, I would be trying to figure out where do we play at? Like, do we both ball out in Phoenix? Do we do it in Atlanta? Because I feel like even those two is a tandem, too, in a backcourt. I think it looks good on paper, but once again, I don't think it's it's good in real life. Booker's another person that needs to put up hella shots to start hitting unless he comes out the gate hot. But right. you got to ask, how often does he come out the gates hot? I would say he needs to come into his shooting percentage more often than he has a, a great game, you know, out the gate. Like last game, I think, uh, uh, not to skip ahead, but he was like one for eight from three. Last finished night. the game eight for 21 or something like that. Like it's Man, like, last night. right, it's like I get it. You're Devin Booker, so we want you to keep taking shots even if you're missing, but we right. can't have two people on the team like that. You get what I'm saying? We can't You're have right. a Trey saying, keep taking a shot, even if you miss it. And a Booker, keep taking a shot, even when you... That's a whole lot of misses if both of y'all having a bad game. But what's the... Okay, so let me challenge let me challenge you with this. What's the difference with Steph and Clay in that, in that regards? Steph and Clay have always been together. Well, I meant as far as shots, taking shots, like making well, see, versus that's misses the thing, versus Because that's the thing... It's, so here's how that worked, that dynamic works. And it's funny that you bring that up. That's a great um, point or thing to bring up. Right. So Steph was always that guy. Out right. the gates, before Clay was even there, Steph was always that guy. Take those shots even when you miss them. Right. Take those shots even when you miss them. So by the time Clay got there, we knew what he could do. We knew his potential, right? But because he had so limited of shots, because Steph was the guy, he Clay was almost the equivalent, and I don't mean to disrespect him, but he was almost the equivalent to um, my guy that came from Cleveland, plays for the Nets, white boy, Joe Harris. Okay, what was, was impressive what was impressive about both of them is because they weren't the number two guys like that on the team, they right. had to make the shots, the few shots that they got in the game. And they were so consistent with those limited amount of shots that it eventually got to a point where it was like, y'all got the green light. You feel what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't right. like you bringing two players that already have the green light together on one team. Both of those players moved up to being able to have the green light based off of their shot percentage off of 12 shots a game. You know, where Steph mm. is taking 22, 25. But because Clay ended 9 for 12, 
and they were all threes, he has the green light now. If he touches the ball and he doesn't want to pass it, he has permission to do that. Same with Joe Harris. Right. But once again, it's a little different when you're bringing two players that have the green light in into one team, especially when one of them's new and one of them's been there. Because you know, we all know, I, let's be honest, I'd probably rock with Booker over Young if he came over there. But Trey's going to be thinking like, no, nah, I don't care what Devin Booker, how long Devin Booker been around. This is my team. Kind of like Kyrie and LeBron. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? That's where shit gets crazy because Kyrie always had the green light. Then LeBron comes in who always had the green light. And now Kyrie's feeling like, I need to leave so I can have more of a green light. I keep right. getting stopped at Reds. I don't like this. Well, we know the grass ain't always greener than on the other side. Right, and that's why I say on paper that, <laughs> that, that sounds like a good pick. And I'm not saying that it didn't. You could be 100% right. And based on your previous predictions, I will put my money on you before I would put it on me. But just thinking, like, beyond analytics and, you know, about ego um, styles of play, uh, uh, and I'm not saying Booker or Young have an ego. I'm right, just right, saying right. you'd be surprised how quick an ego grows when you put people in a position where they're like, hold up now. I could have stayed where I was or you could have, you know what I mean? No, you're right. You were absolutely, you were but you, absolutely you right. You could be absolutely right. Trey Young and Devin Booker could come together and be the hottest thing since Steph and Clay. Like blow them out right. the water. That's possible right. as well. I just right. would put my money on Stephen Clay before I ever put it on Trey and Booker to be able to do that. Because Stephen Clay came up organically where you would be putting them together like a like a boy band. Like, get along and make good music. You know what I mean? It's stupid. He's like a boy band. I feel you, But though. you know I that's how they know. used to do back in the 90s. And then yeah, you see the behind like... the scenes and they'd be like, yeah, Justin tried to stab me three times over songs that he thought he wrote. But... <laughs> B2K had all that drama. You know, that's what I'm saying. You Where right, Stephen though. Clay, like, um, uh, your little brother uh, fucked with my little sister. Oh, that's cool. We like um, brothers. You know what? Shit like that. Like, and they have a good relationship. Like, you can tell they have a good, genuine, right. you know. And I, I know I didn't mean that was just an example, but um, little Steph, uh, um, well, I said little Steph. Is that the right? Steph sister, Curry? Oh. The oh. little sister um, just got pregnant. Yeah, by Damian Lee, her husband. So, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I seen that. Yeah. Mm. So, shouts mm. to um, the Curry Damian family. Lee and the Curry. Right. Blessings with you. That's going to be the family that, like you said, just taking over the, the NBA. That's that, the dynasty. That's the that's dynasty. That's the dynasty family right there, I'm telling you. Because they got, I mean, just Seth and Austin Rivers. Steph, Damian Lee. I mean, no offense. I mean, obviously Damian Lee, not to discredit him, because he's in the NBA. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm he's not, not that say... same type of, but the athleticism in general, the 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 uh, genetics that he has, and he's Mixed a bigger, and he's a bigger dude. Right. Mixed with the so, Curries. So, right. So that, that, you never, you never fucking know. You never know, G. And at the end of the day, like, his son or daughter obviously is going to be the niece or nephew of Seth and Steph. So, and she's still, <laughs> and regardless, she might not be in the NBA, but she still has those genetics, though. Exactly. She still it's has those genetics. 
This is going to be scary so to see. So if they have a boy and that's a Damian Lee with Steph Curry genetics, Man. then you just get, you got damn near KD on your hands. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you got a problem. You got yeah, like you got a, a more fluent big man, like a big man that can kill you from anywhere. Right. Right. That's interesting. It's interesting to see. And you know what is funny? And I know we'll get to it later on in the show, but that's my favorite part of sports is watching the people coming up like the watching the people come up right like the the freshmen in high school and all that 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 way i can be like oh i remember them like i remember Jalen green and Jalen suggs and all them from ninth grade in high school mm. and, I, and that's something i can literally say like i watched them eighth and ninth grade in high school on youtube and shit i knew who they were before they came out and I just love seeing the players that are developing and where they are by the time they actually get to the league. See, and it's funny you said that because um, I need to start doing that, number one, more. and what, number looking into the, like the, the new talent? Yeah, and, and also number two, I've finally seen your boy with the one arm, uh, Hansel. Hansel Emmanuel. Hansel. Man, I watched some of his highlights. I think it's possible he can make it to the league. He's he's. I think he's it's possible. Me. I think it's very possible he could make it to the league. I think it's very possible he could be the first one arm, um, uh, not like Player. a, a six man, but guy that comes off the bench and you put in to hit some shots and you know do some. I can see that happening. There's there's right. so many players that that don't have his talent that are that. You know what I mean? Right. So, no, I I agree, and I like him. I like the way he plays. I like his style. And it's amazing to see somebody do that with one arm. Right. I just I know you talked about him, but I was like, you know, let me let me see for myself. And I I seen some of the highlights and was like, listen, all right, Aaron might be Aaron might be eating his words. That's all. Oh, Aaron Aaron said he went. That's right. Aaron, Aaron said he never made he'd never make it to the NBA. I said he's going D1. Like, if you're going D1, and I know that's a big leap, D1 to the NBA, but he's going right. D1 with one arm. He's nationally ranked with one arm. What are you saying? He did that with one arm. Or does that mean that he can't, He has no shot at the NBA simply because he only has one arm? He's right. Like, I'm, I don't know. He's got potential. I mean, you know, it's just sad because we know how – People are with judgment and you know, you know whatever. Your off. Is it? Mm-hmm. Let me just go back to doing what I was doing. You was over there jacking your cock. Put your cock in your pants. We know what that we know what them Zoom meeting folks do when they turn their cameras off. He said, I thought I logged out. <laughs> Uh, where you at, G? You... Can you see me? Can you hear me? I can't me? see. Oh, okay. I can hear you now. Okay, can you see me now? There you go. Okay, my fault. I finally, as you and I know, before we was talk, before the show started, I finally oh, got the, the mic uh, shit. I got it downloaded, but it wasn't registering. I thought I could maybe finesse it real quick, but I'll mess with that. You good? For going forward, but anyways, you sound I'm back. Good so. anyway. you good? Um, okay. What was he talking about? Oh, that Hansel Emanuel dude. Yeah, yeah but like I said, I wish him yeah. the best. Like, what what can you say about that guy? 
There's not a lot of bad you can say about him other than he has one arm. And he still could beat you. He still could dunk. He was dunking. He was dunking, too. I was like, Hitting three step backs, all that with one arm. He uses his shoulder, if you notice. Like, he uses his nub, like, to to adjust the ball, then goes up with the shot. Right. He's Listen, he's mastered it, though. That guy, I I hope to see him in the league one day. If he goes, I don't care where he goes, I'm getting his jersey. The one-arm guy, I need your he's, jersey. Even if they ship a, you off to the G League the next well, – what's his jersey for the team he went to before y'all shipped him there? Hmm. Yeah, he. I, I like him. I think he, you said he's going D one. Yeah, um, I can't remember where he's going. That's what I was gonna say. But I think he already committed somewhere. He, he's a senior currently. Is what you're saying and everything? I believe or? so. Yeah. I believe so. If um, what I'm remembering is correct. But I knew he was D1 from um, a Ball is Life episode where he came out and was playing with, you know, like the, the people on the court. Like, they, you know, that's a tight-knit family. They all play with each other, but they be meeting up places. And one of the dudes was like, uh, you got to respect, you got to respect, bro, one arm or not, he going D1 and all that. And I started looking into it like, okay, let me find out. And he ranked and all that. See, that's impressive to, you know, have that disability that what many people would consider a disadvantage and to be ranked and to be able to play. And, and that's some all, true like, overcoming shit. That's hell true, yeah. That's the true definition of over. I would love to not meet. I mean, I would love to meet. Right. But, I mean, right. I would love to hear his parents speak because that has they had to speak a lot of power into that boy for him to be like, nah, I got it. Right. Have belief. Like, and, nah, I, I'm still going to cook you. I got it. They had to speak right. a lot of power to that boy for him to have that confidence to be able to do that. And God bless him for it. The parents and I, the boy. Yeah, because I don't know if I would, you know, I mean, that's hard. You know what I mean? To, you know, to do a lot. I mean, right. even the everyday things we, we think are simple, you know, even like right now, like, you know. Imagine, like, imagine his dad, right? Imagine his dad being an athlete and being like, I, you know, I didn't make it. I need a boy to make it. And then the baby comes out with one arm and you like, oh, shit, it's over. And then right. you're like, well, let me show you something real quick. Hold up. Right. Now. Let me hold Don't my pacifier. Let me show yeah. you something real quick. Right. Because that, that's that's just an amazing story. That's why I uh, think it's already written. He's in the league. I hope so. That would be nice to see. I think know, it's already especially. written and he's in there. Uh, but mm -hmm. we'll move on. Um, it's finals. We talking finals, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It is upon us. And the first thing I thought, and I'm going to tell you this, when the finals started, First and foremost, did you uh, watch that game, the game last night? Man, I turned it off at, uh, after the third quarter, bro. When they was going, I into fell asleep. It, I, I fell asleep around the th I think the third or something like that. When I seen the blowout, I was like, bro. I figured as much though, but the only reason why I asked you was because um, did you see old girl, the young lady who sung the national anthem? No, I didn't see the pre. Definitely didn't she see the pre game. 
Who was it? I don't know. I don't know. Some looked like she was Local like Asian and black or something like that. She was Blasian. Like, I don't know what, but she listened. She was something. She was very she talented. It. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, I watched. Like I said, I watched the majority of the game. Um, I thought I thought the Suns were doing their doing their thing. Uh, it's funny because I'm I'm about, to, I'm about to start being like you and get stuff in writing. So I called Jay on on Facetime like two days, two or three days ago, and I was like, I got money on the Suns. He's like, bet I got fifty on the bucks, right? So you know the game's going on. So I'm texting him, run my money. Oh, bro, I got the Suns. What you talking about? I said, what? So I said, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. I think he's being dead ass serious too. He might even be funny. But I said, I'm gonna start pulling a clip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need either a voice recording or something Period. in writing through text, through text Period. to screenshot it and go back. I said, yeah, because I don't yeah, like I don't betting. Play those games. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Because then you, if I, you talk to my, oh, you owe me, nah, bro. We, but anyways, um. I thought it was I thought it was cool, but like it was Suns were just they were putting it on them last night. I mean they was at home. They don't match. It. They don't match. I already told you. I told you I told you that mm-hmm. two episodes ago I said I wanna see Hawks and Suns because I feel like that matchup would do more justice than a Buck Suns matchup. Like I can see it being Suns and Four again. I say five. I say five, I, I but I could see four happening you can see four. easily. Like, they just the don't match out. up. And the era of thinking that you can put your team behind one man is dead. No, oh, I agree. It's been dead. And and Giannis was the only one keeping it alive until this year when Trey Young came out the gates. Um, But you see that... Even with Trey Young, it's not enough. You don't have enough. You don't have enough. No. And no. then if y'all and then the, y'all got lucky because the fucking boogeyman fell apart. If the Nets would have been still healthy, nobody would have had a chance to come out the East. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if Kyrie. I think Kyrie. Nobody would have had a chance to come out the East. Period. I the, agree. the best team got beat. In the first round, that had a chance to come out other than uh, Boston, and that was the Celtics. If the Celtics had Jalen Brown, that would have been a game. Boston mm-hmm. in the Nets, and mm-hmm. then I don't know if I'd have said the same thing. Like nobody would have, because I don't know what Jalen Brown does on the court with Jason Tatum and a healthy squad. And if Julius Randle would have played like he did in the regular season, he could have made the finals and or not the finals, but the playoffs interesting for the Knicks. But but like we but what we also been saying too though for, since the beginning, damn near the beginning of the when we started this shit, beginning of the season, they don't have Dinwiddie either. Oh yeah, they don't have. Now you bring Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie back with all them motherfuckers, and he's a dog. Whoa, you got a problem. Right, he's a dog. Like the West has a problem. Everybody has a problem. And LaMarcus Aldridge had to retire because of that heart issue out of nowhere. Well, I mean, they might have spent it. They might have blew their load. You know what I mean? That's what everybody's talking about. You know what I mean? Everybody's talking about you bought yourself a championship. You might have blew your load on players that, you know, can't can't make it. No longevity. So was Julius Irving right? Remember the comments he said a couple months ago about some of these teams? Preferably the Nets most recently. He was trying to say, like, these teams are trying to buy a ring. Remember, we talked about we gave them a hit the showers months ago. We we both did. Well, no, for, I don't know. You know I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't agree with the statement just because who can't if you have the money and the location. Mm-hmm. 
it's not like they did anything that no other team could do. It right. just so happened that that worked. The, the the players agreed to meet up there. That's that's different. I mean, yeah, it goes into, yeah, I'm going to spend some money to get some rings, but it takes a lot more than just money to line something up like that. You got to have players willing to take the deduction to go and work together and do all that, and it doesn't usually just work out. And when it does work out, it very... Very rarely, I'll continue with very rarely, I was about to say never works out the first year. It hardly does. It it, it does, for the most part. I mean, didn't that happen with Miami? I don't know what, yeah, Miami lost the first year. Yeah, I don't know what team that's ever been put together like that works out the first year. So let me retract that very rarely and go to never. The only reason why I thought, to hold out was because I was thinking somebody made a smart ass maybe like well what about Kawhi in Toronto but they also didn't put a team together that was just one acquisition to that team yes yeah, that team already had chemistry and you just added one man to it that has to learn that team's chemistry whereas mm-hmm. that team had to bring three different chemistries together along with all the other players that's something completely different. So I think I'll I'll go out on the limb and I'll say never works out the first year. And Cliff, not to add, not to mention, brand new coach, first ever coach in the NBA with a whole new team that hasn't with Steve Nash. You're talking about with Steve. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. a good point to make too. But I, like right. I, like Aaron and them said, I don't know how much coaching he's doing. I think it more so it came down to the injuries. Yeah, a lot of in- yeah, it was a lot of injuries. COVID, mental health. I mean, I think that's what knocked. That's what I mean. It ain't no. I think that's what knocked them out the playoffs. There's no way the Bucks would have won that with a healthy Kyrie. You can take Harden out of it. Take him all the way out of it. You we didn't like. Don't even. You didn't even gotta include him because we don't know what he's gonna give you on a nightly basis in the postseason anyway. But we know Kyrie and Kevin Durant will put up some numbers. So if both of them are together, not even together on the court, but together available, it's a problem right. for most teams out there. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like you said, it was kind of I was kind of iffy about the playoffs because it's like I knew the potential of what it could have been if more people were healthy or played or whatever the situation was. I mean, it is what it is. It's just like, man, what if, you know? I mean, but that's not, I guess, I guess at the end of every and any season, you'll always have what ifs. Right. You know, so regardless of this being a 72-game season and they try to condense games so players are going back to back, they all had to play. You know what I mean? Every team had to play. It's not like one team yeah, got to sub true. out and be like, right, we going to take this week off. No, every team had to play. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I just like people were weak this season, whether it be mentally or, you know, just I agree. sitting out. You know what I mean? Like, I think, COVID, I think COVID took a toll on everybody, and, and that's mostly on the mental aspect of it. Yeah. You know, whether it be having to get tested daily or restricted practices and and all that, it was just, I, I know I bet a lot of players were like, I'm over this shit. 
burnout. Like yeah, burnout. like this ain't what I this ain't what I came to the NBA for. And then you look at the rookies and you see the rookies acting out and it's like, well that makes sense because this is their first introduction to the NBA. They're like, I don't give a fuck if it's in a bubble. I don't right. care if it's in a square. I just want to get there. Put me right. in the game, coach. Right. Right. So you right. see all the rookies showing out and then all the old heads getting hurt and it's like, well, don't they don't they talk about a rookie wall? Why aren't they hitting it? And why are y'all? Y'all are the vets. Why ain't the rookies mm. hitting the wall? Mm. I mean, granted, LaMelo did have that little injury that kept him out for a little bit. He did. He did. I mean, and so did Halliburton. But at the same yeah, time, hurt. right at the same time, motherfuckers was playing. Like, they were playing. They were playing yeah, they throughout the season. They weren't sitting games out and saying, I'm not going to play this game. No, they were playing. Uh, so I don't give excuses to the to the the star players that get the opportunity to sit out if they're not feeling it and still come up injured. Yeah, that doesn't make no sense because, like you said, there's a lot of rookies that was doing their thing this year and was playing. You know, now they, they may not play as many minutes as some of the stars. You know, not, obviously they may that may vary, but they still play game in, game out. Right, that's the issue, game in, game out. It don't matter how many – see, I wouldn't be mad at star players if they were like, I'm going to limit up, my Don? minutes – Oh, what up, Don? Don in the house. But yeah, I wouldn't be mad at stars if they said I'm gonna limit my minutes this game. Right. But if right. you say I'm sitting out this game and then your bitch ass get hurt two months <laughs> later and then you wanna complain about the length of the season, shut your bitch ass up. You ain't even played a whole season. That's true. That's It'd be that's different if you fought through the whole season and said that. Then right. I could say, Oh, that makes sense because you played in every single game and gave it your all. But if you didn't, and you fix your lips to say, oh, see, that's what's wrong. Shut your bitch ass up. And that goes to LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, I was going to say. Yes. I was going to say, put, put that name on it because we already know. Fan yeah. or not, shut your bitch ass up. That's some yeah, bitch ass shit to year. say. You ain't played a whole year. You see, uh, did you hear about, on, a, on that kind of side note with that, did you hear about, I guess, some announcer said something offensive about his son during the game uh, LeBron was attending? LeBron went over there and checked the announcer. It was a, I had to send you the video. It was on like World Star or something. But oh, it was probably one of the games I saw because I've been watching Bronny over the. Oh, past. okay. Yeah. On ESPN the, or something. Um, no, nah, I don't want to watch him on ESPN. I'll be watching on the uh, YouTube. You know, I uh, look. Oh, up right. On YouTube and shit. I don't. If I can't find the full game. I'll watch the highlights. Or if I don't feel like watching the full game, I'll watch the highlights. Highlight. But yeah, he just. Um, he lost to his old teammate, um, Gabe Cup. He lost to his team by two points. And then um, he just lost to, um, what's his name? Um, um, another white boy, McCaskey or something like that. He a dog too. Mm. I can't think of his fucking name. But Bronny went off that game. Did he? Bronny went off that game. Still haven't seen him play. Man, you gotta watch him. I think I think he has the he's not he's not gonna be his dad by no means in the way they play. Their styles are completely different. But I do think he has the potential to to be better. Really? As far as all around goes. Like they're already talking about Bronny's gonna be a pure point guard coming in the league. 
Mm. I mean, he got they, some big they, shoes to fill. They saying Bronny ain't gonna be no no uh, point forward like LeBron. He's gonna be a pure point guard coming into the league. Um, he's already gonna have height, and his jumper is crazy right now. So mm. I feel like it, you're only what your junior year in high school. You still got one mm-hmm. more year of high school to develop, and then you go to college, right? And I feel like you lost a year of development with that meniscus tear and you miss your sophomore year. So now everybody's looking at you. It's your time to shine. So do you think, uh, speaking of college, since NCAA is going to start, what, I guess they're, they announced they're going to start paying or uh, paying, doing something for their pl- paying for players the athletes, for the likeness. Right? For their for likeness. The athletes, for the likeness. Mm-hmm. So do, do you think that that's also their way? Because obviously they're trying to make money. Even though they got to pay money right. now, which they're trying to avoid. Do you think that's their way of trying to hold on to players? Obviously, longer they're not because losing you know, money. No, they're not. No, they're not losing money. Basically, what they're saying is, if you can make money off of selling your jersey, go ahead and sell that jersey. Mm. If if we choose to have an NCAA uh, basketball game and your number and your image is in that game, we're gonna give you a percentage of what we make from that game. As but they they're should. not losing any money because they're not putting those games out. You notice that the first time the NCAA footballs came out since 2014 is this year when they just came across, across that agreement. So they are, yeah. So they are gonna make one. Right, it's coming out. It's already oh. coming. It's coming out. It's coming out next year. I guess at the start of the season is when NCAA college football comes back out, and I always like that better than Madden anyway. Now you're saying. When you say next year, I mean you mean next season, but this year, like like how Madden right. NCAA twenty two should be coming out around August or September. You gonna get it? I might, I might, just for like the nostalgia of it. You know what I mean? Because that would, like I said, I loved college football over uh, Madden. Pros, yeah. Period. Just right. the gameplay in general, it, I like yeah, it Yeah, playbook and all, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can definitely see myself getting it as opposed to getting, like, a Madden. I miss college basketball games, too. Remember those clips? Yeah, I like the uh, – I like football way better than basketball. Basketball Did you? I like them both. I like the yeah, no, uh, like, like, uh, uh, 2K over the basketball. But the basketball was also made by Live as well, by right. EA. So, so that may be now. a reason why I wasn't really feeling the NCAA, too. If I'm not. Because you know they would make it yeah, similar no. to 2K, 2K if they uh, plan on rolling that oh, out. Oh, no, you know I'm they sure wouldn't. Because it'd still you be an EA so? sports game. EA has licensing on that. Uh, damn. Yeah. 2K don't have licensing on college sports, so they can't make a college sports game. That's why they stick to the pros. Uh, They don't even have licensing on football. That's why NFL 2K isn't made anymore. And that was better than Madden, in my opinion. Hey, at the time, yeah, I had a, what's my boy, the announcer? I love him. Um, Chubby white dude. He could go all the way. You know how I'm talking about. I like, hey, that's one of my favorite commentators. Uh, what's his name? I don't. I don't know. But he was the comp. He was um first. The only dude, uh, chubby white dude that comes to mind is Madden. Who's uh Chris Chris Berman? Okay, well, I would probably don't know him by name. I de- listen. If uh, you've seen him though, 
Yeah, I don't. And then that's uh, you gotta think two K football. They stopped making that like two thousand two, two thousand three. Before I no, got out of high school, they made no. They made one because To was on the cover. I remember playing as a kid. To was on the cover of one of them. And you said that was like two thousand seven. I want to say because he was on the Eagles because he was in the Eagles jersey, and that's when around the time he. Let me see. You said that. Are you NFL. sure that wasn't in the throwback cart at GameStop? No, NFL 2K. Uh, NFL 2K. 2K last game. Mm-hmm. Now, the last one was... I was. We were both wrong, but it's 2K5. That's okay. what I was right. Because uh, T.O. was on the so cover the catching the ball. after I got out of high school, then. Yeah, but that was dope. Looking back on it, I used to mess with it, though. Yeah, you I love right. 2K. I love NFL 2K. Yeah, I guess they're. I think they're not doing a reboot. If I just read, this I don't correctly. think so. You don't think so? I don't think they have the licensing to do so unless it's gotten. Unless it's like gone up, like to where EA no longer is under contract with the NFL, and now it's open and they can buy in as well. So and yeah, Donovan. Yeah, I do watch. Uh, I watch Brody on Baller's Life, or you can look up. You can look up the full games too if you know the teams that are playing. Hmm. Yeah, I need to watch Bronny. Uh, now, question: I thought him and Zaire Wade were on the same team too. Is Zaire Wade same graduated? High school uh, team, but different ages. They're not but the same I don't, age. Yeah, I, Zaire's a year older. So does Zaire it might be graduate? Two. Right, did he? I'm just like, wait, what's he like? What's he doing? Yeah, I next think he year? may like, be going off to college this year. I'm about to look. I'm about to look at it because I I haven't heard like. But it's, they, there's been like. bad things about him. Not bad things, but you know, people always hate on the internet. They're saying that he's not gonna have his dad's size, which I don't think should fucking matter. His dad was only six three and a half or some change. They said he's six two right now. Yeah, he's 6'2", 175. Right, you know? so let the boy grow. He's only fucking 19, 18, 19. Right. He don't, and they're saying that his his head's not in it. He doesn't have the same skill his dad had. First of all, his dad never had a jumper. Zaire at least has a jump shot. He's right. definitely not as explosive as his dad was. That's a fact. But let's let him grow into that. Dwayne Wade also spent... A few years in college before he came out. He didn't come out as a rookie. I think he came out as oh, a junior. Right. He, I know yeah, I he did he, at least two years. I think he did three, though. I guess it hasn't. I guess Zaire Wade hasn't announced what he was. He was supposed to have graduated this year. It's the class of 2021. Yeah, he graduated uh, this year. I just don't know where he's going to uh, college at. Um. Somebody, I think I saw an article saying he didn't get any D1 offers. Really? I think I think I saw an article saying he didn't get any D1 uh, offers. Uh, Dwayne went to Marquette from 01 to 03. So. Three years? So one, two, three? Yeah, so I guess a junior. He left junior year. Right, so right. That's what I thought. So he spent three years in college. Of course, he's going to be a little bit more explosive than your average rookie would be. But we're talking right. about an 18-year-old child. Like, hop off his fucking dick, you feel me? And now it's a situation where he got a little bad model girlfriend. So that people are saying that 
They don't know if he's um, focused on basketball. He may be fo- like motherfuckers is just talking shit just to be talking shit at this right. point. Right, right. I think right. he's on par um, to be just as good as his father, um, regardless of what offers he does get. Um, is Marquette in the Division One? Let me see. I don't see. think so. I want. I want. I want to say they are. Division. You might be right. You might be right. Now, I want to say they are D one. Yeah, you might now, be right. Like a smaller market D one, right, but I want right. to say it's D one. Division. Marquette. Yep, NCAA Division One men's basketball. Yeah, you might be right. What I, I thought about that. And, and then I the think, Big East. Yeah, I think you're just right. It, the market's not as big. Right. Like, no one's going to just say, I want to go to Marquette. You know? But even fucking still, you feel what I'm saying? It's not like your dad went to UCLA. It's not like your dad went to right. North Carolina. It's not right. like your dad Dude. was a prospect coming out the gates to be amazing is what I'm getting at. It took him three right. years out of college Bella. to go to the league. So mm-hmm. why is everybody being so hard on him just because his last name is Wade is what I'm saying. That pressure. I mean, you probably know better than me since you're a little bit older, but you know, what, what were they saying about, about Jordan's, son, Jordan's sons when they were in college? I don't know. I don't remember. Like, I truthfully just don't know and remember, but you might have probably heard or seen more like whatever they were saying with them coming oh, they in. They were talking about him like a dog. I bet. They were talking about Jordan's son like a dog. Because both of them played D1. I think one played for Illinois and one played for somebody else. Did they both play D1? Um, I looked up. Let me just double check. I know one did for sure. And they talked about him like a fucking dog. Talking about he'll never live up to be his dad. He didn't even make it to the league. Right. Neither one of them did, right? Right. Right. Neither one of them even got drafted. Jeffrey. So, Jeffrey Jordan. Okay. Jeffrey Jordan played... Uh, for Illinois from 2007-2010. Then he played for UCF from 10 to 12 Marcus Jordan, his brother. Damn it, where'd it go? Marcus Neither one of them made the league. I know that for a fact. Oh, they didn't. They didn't. Marcus, now, Marcus Jordan also played for UCF. Oh, he's two years older than me? Okay. So, uh, he, so they both played. He transferred, yeah. the older brother transferred to play with his brother on his last year's type shit. See, that's what I'm... Because uh, Marcus said a total of five years for Jeffrey. You said he played Did three I? years with... Uh, and that's not... A, that's not That doesn't mean you're wrong, because he could have been They're like... two years off. They probably right. did play together two years apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet but you're yeah, right. But yeah, neither one of them was... Did. Listen, so... No. Wasn't shit. I mean, so no maybe Lamar Ball was better than Jordan. Maybe he would have backed it. <laughs> I'm just you know playing. what? I'm just but you know what? So you bring up a good point. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest of all time. You, we right? just know he because wasn't involved. That's what I was gonna that's say. What it like comes down to, he just wasn't involved. That's what I was gonna say. Lamar that's Ball was, was the dad that didn't have nothing else to do, so he was out there like, all right. Let's go take put up some jump shots. He was like, my dad, like, nope, you ain't done with practice. Right. More jump shots. Right. But Jordan was too busy with a shoe deal or playing golf or uh, fucking off on a mama that he was like, uh, y'all going to have to learn from these trainers I paid for y'all. I got other obligations. I got Jordan brand trainers on the team. They'll show you how to. And 
Uh, to answer your question, Don, Aaron has some family business tonight, so that's why he's not on. He has some oh, okay. matters to attend to. Yeah. But also, Clip, I wonder, because let's be honest, we know Jordan is very uh, selfish, right? At least, at least it appears like he is, I don't know the perfect description to describe what I... I know, okay, I, I'm following exactly what you're saying, so... When Do you, you said think that, that he purposely set up his son? No, 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 no. Because okay. I think Jordan's, um, um, I think Jordan's ego is bigger yes. than his son's. Or, uh, um, well, yeah, no, I'm right. Bigger than his son's succeeding him. So when right. you said that, that was my first thought. That what you were saying is that was he worried about his son doing better than him, and he didn't want to put in the time because of such. I think not for the simple fact that even if Jordan's son did break all of his records and stats, he would say the same thing that he says currently about LeBron, that the era of basketball is different, and he wouldn't have been able to do that in the era mm. that I played in. Right. So regardless, that still goes to a Jordan. That's still a, that's me right there. That My right. my nut <laughs> dropped 30 on you. Not my son, but my, like, you know what I mean? Right. Not him it's still as himself, me either way. But me, right, right. <laughs> Some Mike Brown shit. That's, that's where I get, that, I get that kind of vibe from Jordan more so than, uh, I'm not going to train my son because he might beat my records. Nah, he probably don't care. So and even if he did, he'd be like, you playing that soft ass era basketball. You ain't right. beat my fucking records. Even right. though I just seen that meme up the other day that uh, this is why Jordan dropped all the points he dropped. Uh, and you see the two dudes with gray hair, like legit gray hair. <laughs> like he going up on two old ass men and they talk right. about this is why Jordan got it. And I said that, like, listen, they did play a little bit more bully a ball, but there was nowhere near the level of talent there was back then as there is now. That's Not even close. I bet you, I bet you honestly, hopping out the window once again, do not catch me. I bet you honestly, you could take a team full of bench players now and put them back in that era and they make the playoffs. Yeah, especially if you get the right bench. The, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet you could put together a team of bench players now that if you put back in those days, they're playoff bound. Not only playoff bound, may even bring the ring home. Right. I agree. The level of competition has changed. That's there, There's no nothing you can say about that. Now, yeah, you may have been able to throw a blow and cause blood, and the ref might not call that foul. But that doesn't necessarily impress me more than someone who is technically better at the game than you. Right, right. Just because you had enough athleticism and enough balls to go up on people that might have been throwing bows at you when you did so doesn't necessarily mean more to me than the guy who hit for 17 and 19 everywhere on the court, paint, outside, inside, all that. And Larry and Magic were on their way out anyways and Jordan was kind of like was really, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing. Like they were coming off their A lot of them. A lot of them were. Kareem, I would say Kareem was as well. Like I mean, greatness is greatness. I'm not taking that away from Jordan. I'm just saying, like, like you said, if we're gonna talk about talent, I'm still team Jordan. I'm still team Jordan over LeBron, and that comes down to the killer the killer instinct is all that is. That's all that is. But when I talk about stats statistically 
you're a dickhead if you don't give it to LeBron. Oh, yeah. Like, I you're mean, a it's, dickhead it's if you player. don't acknowledge that LeBron is shitting on all the stats. He and then is. people say, well, uh, he didn't, Jordan didn't have as much time in the league. Nobody told him to stay in college that long. Nobody told you after the rest in peace's father. No one told you to take a year or two break either. Regardless, you, I'm just saying in general, LeBron was the young buck out the gates that was like, let me at him. He did. He came you stayed in college at North he Carolina did. for those years. Nobody told you he to did. do that. With one of the best, well, I know we again. This feels like deja vu because now we we really went in the definite. Well, one of ago, the best coaches in Dean the history was Dean of Smith the game. history, bro. Come on now, and then you got bro, Cliff. Then you got a Phil Jackson, bro. I, then you got one right. of the best coaches in Thank the history you. of the game. I'm not taking it away from Jordan. Greatness is greatness, and LeBron is the the record holder in a lot of things. Both of them are, are great in their own right. Right. But like you said, now if Jordan, I'm sorry, if LeBron or Coach, because Recipe's my man. We, we know he came out of high school too. He came straight right. to the league. If these guys had the Deans now, and Kobe did get the Phil Jackson, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, if these guys had the Dean Smith and went to college, how how even better is what I'm saying with these guys have been right. probably too. Right. You got to understand, LeBron didn't have a coach. Didn't. He really LeBron's didn't. never had a coach in his life other than maybe, maybe Pee Wee. Tyron Lue. Pee Wee? Oh. I'm right. saying in general, by the time LeBron was a phenom at the age of, what, 13, 14? Yeah. yeah. He already knew he was the man, as well as anybody who had him on the team. Give it to LeBron. Let LeBron give it to you. Take the shot if LeBron gives it to you. That's the game plan. You're right. LeBron <laughs> didn't have anybody out there that was like, nah, nigga, technical, 90-degree angle. Put the shot up correct. Follow through. Do your thing. You know what I mean? Because he was already that. They were already like, he's going to do what he does. Don said, and LeBron took teams that didn't have a ring yet and got them. So you have to think of that. He took the Heat and Cavaliers. That shit just popped up for me. I wonder why this shit is lagging. No, it just popped up for me too. I mean, it don't look like the the stream is skipping, but I'm saying like you saw that on your YouTube before I saw that on the program that YouTube is running through. You feel what I'm oh, saying? Oh, it might That's be a lot on that. Yeah, or something. Are we skipping on your end, Don? But I do I do agree I do agree with your um your statement. It didn't seem like and we're they, skipping, but um And by the way, Don, technically technically the Heat did win a ring. Yeah, they won one, I, I believe. With uh, Shaq and Wade, and probably back in the day. I don't know if they won back in the day, but Shaq and No, Wade. before that. I believe they won before that as well. Right. That's what I was going to say. I'm sure they did at some point. Yeah, you talking about with Wade, Shaq, and uh, Jason Williams, and Alonzo Mourning, and all them. Wow. But I think they won before that. They might not he said, have. He said we're not skipping. Okay, not good skipping. shit. Yeah, and it's, that still didn't come through. Yeah, because I don't think Timmy Hardaway got one with him, now that I think about it. So, in they would he would have been the one unless it was back back in the day you know what i mean like 60s 70s you're right so they won in 06 that was a shack way the team right was, and then 12 and 13 yeah so you're right don't get three championships yeah Probably. but yeah um what were we talking about before that 
Man, we it's like we uh it's like we did like a like a world tour. Like we started. We sure we did. We went off. everywhere. So I tell you what, we'll just wrap up that game, the game with the Suns. Like I said, I do think I could I'ma call it a Suns in five, but I could definitely see it being in Suns four. in four. So um, let's, let's do our predictions right now. Let's, let's, I know you got your pen and paper. Let's go ahead. You know I do. Uh, I guess we'll get we'll get second. Aaron's. All right. Had to get a, di- a different color so I know. <laughs> Look where at the you got different colors, are. colors and everything. You know, um, I don't even know. Let's put it up here. So me, no, you go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my Suns in five. I do think the Bucks will pull one out. I just don't see the Suns blowing them out, but I, I can see it. But I'm gonna give the Bucks one game, so I'm gonna say Suns in five. Because you, I think, Cliff, I was going to tell you earlier, that reminds me real quick while you're thinking of your prediction. Chris Middleton, at least in a game or two, is going to be an X factor because we know that Chris Middleton, some games, not only did he ball up, but he led the Bucks. You well, know let what me I mean? Stop. I have to give him peace because remember I told him he doesn't get multiple 30 point games, and he still didn't because he got 32 against the Hawks. That's what got them to win. And then he got 29 in last night's game. It's mm. not 30, but it is close enough. Um, One free throw. One free throw away. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not just going to all out say I'm wrong. But he came um, from the G League. It's going to take more than that from him, though, especially if Giannis yeah. is still hurt. And I don't know how hurt he is. I know he only scored 20 points in that game. But let's be honest, he came out the gates looking like regular old Giannis. No, did you see that chase down block? They try to compare it to LeBron one in game seven. I yeah, mean, that was look, impressive. It looked similar. It did look that similar. That was impressive, right? I still give it to LeBron on that block, but no, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was so. I seen a Bleacher Report say if anybody doubted uh, Giannis's injury with that block he had, that was his way of saying I'm okay. Like I'm not as hurt as whatever. But yeah, like you said, we'll see. We'll see. And I'm not doubting that he wasn't shaking up. I saw the way his leg bit. It did look, right. it looked iffy. You know what I mean. But at the same time, you're feeble as well. You're built like a flamingo. So you're I like don't, a deer. right? I don't <laughs> doubt that your leg won't do that coming down. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean that you're injured so much as you're shaken up. Right now, I understand taking a, a week off just to guarantee you're fine. But then coming back and doing all that and only hitting 20 then falls on your shoulders, right? Right. Because you didn't, like you showed us that you weren't as injured as, you know, we thought you were. But why don't your numbers consist with what you usually put up? Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's usually putting up 32 to 40 in a game. Right. And you score half that if I'm being hard on you. In that game, but you give us signs of athletic greatness that would lead us to believe you're not injured. So what's the excuse then? Why only 20? You think he was just testing the waters last night? I do. I do. And I'm not going to say that it can't. Because listen, uh, coming from somebody that has a, a very serious knee injury, I know that like Mike says always, he says it all the time. I may not be as great as I once was, but I'm as great once as I always have been. And I do know <laughs> and I do know what that means because I can start a game 
and and feel like I'm on top of my shit. And then towards the second half, I'm like, oh shit, my legs fucking up. I might need to uh, cool out a bit. Like I get that, right? I get that, but that's also coming from a completely different injury than a, right. a overextended knee. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I also don't know the. I've only played basketball. I've never played bat organized basketball right, for a full year. Yeah. I've never played for a full year. So I don't know if that's the um what's the word I'm looking for? Not like the mantra or, or if that's the like the way it is like with basketball where it's like right. don't risk getting more injured, sit out now and be cool. Whereas me coming from football and boxing, it's if you're Mindset. not injured enough to stop you from moving, get out on that field, right? Or get in that ring. Well, so it's it. That's where I'm. I'm at a loss. Where it's like, is an overextended knee enough for us to be like, yeah, take a week off and drop twenty when you come back? I kind of. I'm looking at it from a a, a contact sport perspective, where it's like. Well, if you can do all that, then why weren't you out there last game? Right, right. Like, just right. why? This is the this is the finals. We're in the playoffs, and I know last game wasn't the finals, and I commend him for coming back to play in the first game of the finals, but if it wasn't as serious as we thought it was, why didn't you play game six of the Hawks? And I remember as well, I was one of the people that said I would sit Giannis unless they lost and then bring him back game seven. But I also didn't know the extent of the injury. And right. after seeing you play last night, I can't help but feel like you weren't halfway as injured as you made it out to be. Oh, no, you know that. Oh, you know that. You so, know that. I don't know. I just don't know. But once again, I feel like you got to give it to Chris Paul. Chris Paul bought out. Man, did he? 32 points, four rebounds, nine assists, one steal, 12 for 19 from the field. I was correct. Devin Booker shot eight for 21 from the field off of 27 uh, points. Um, That's too many shots, of course. But they got the job done. I don't know if they get it done with those stats if Chris Paul didn't put up 30, though. Right, and and uh, Don had said a couple minutes ago. He just said you have to think if it, if it is injured, talking about Giannis or injured, he's trying to calm down to not re-hurt it. You may not have another shot, though. Right, not in the finals. It, 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 if it, if it was a regular season, I would agree one hundred percent, Donovan. But in in a situation where you are fighting for a championship, there is no. There should be no place in your mind where you're thinking about a re-injury. You know what I mean? Right, I don't. Right. And yeah, you are. I saw that as well, Cliff. You told you, uh, sons. Um, four. Yeah, in four. You did say that, and I, I, um, I didn't agree at first, but now that I saw them play, I might be uh, rocking with your decision as well, Donovan. But yeah, no, my whole thing is if if you if it's your shot at a ring, and you may 
never have an opportunity to get another ring. And you're Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time MVP, MVP yeah. with two brothers headed to the league. One already in there, one on the way there. No way, he has two in the league already. Oh, are, are they both there now? He has one that plays with him. Right, uh, Costas. And then one that's on the Lakers that got the tip last year. Right, okay. You said he has two more coming to the no, league? No, then I think it's just one more coming. Oh. They have a younger brother. Damn, either way. And I didn't think that the one on the Lakers was the youngest. That's a dynasty either way, damn shit. <laughs> it could have been, though, because I know that the youngest brother was coming out, I think, Holy of shit. high school two or three years ago. So he may have slid in there, and I just didn't see that he got picked up. But I only said that to say you have enough money, right? If you injure yourself and you can never play basketball again, your family would still never have to worry for generations to come. No, not at all. But if this is my opportunity at a ring, and only thing that happened to my knee was it got hyperextended, if I can jump, oh, bitch, you can trust I'm catching that oop you throw me. Right. And there's there's five brothers total, by the way, including Giannis. Um, I'm trying to see if the other ones play ball. The youngest one might be coming out this year or um, came out last year then and may not have made the league. So Francis Antetokounmpo, fun fact. Is youngest the is the smallest one, and I think he's like 6'8". Is he? Yeah. So Francis is the oldest of the five brothers. He's I a semi semi professional. I didn't know that semi professional basketball player. Okay. Giannis uh, is like the then, third the third oldest or something like that. He has an older brother that's in the NBA. I think that's the one on the Bucks with him. Alex, you're probably talking about Alex. Alex Antetokounmpo is a Greek professional basketball player. He's six foot eight, yep, and he's uh, 19 years old. So that's the one then, okay. So he went to the, so he would have came out last year, or this year, because if he's 19, he just went yeah. to Greece instead of, okay. He might bounce up, you know, maybe he'll get a chance, you know, we'll see. But see, I, I mean, the, I, the only reason why I know that shit is because, like I said, I like looking at the talent coming up as opposed right. to the talent in the league. I want to see who's on their way. And I did know that the younger brother, he actually looked like he was going to be decent because he's smaller and he had a more athletic game. Like he, like a, a more pure jump shot uh, could pass a bit. Like I felt like he was going to fit a little more than Giannis did. But he's a small forward. Not. He's mm-hmm. a small. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, wow. Okay. Well, their parents did something right. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it to them. All of them are athletically gifted, but they also come from that motherland, too, so. <laughs> right. They're from Greece, right? No, they're from Africa. They moved to Greece. Oh, uh, yeah, Antico- yeah. Right, uh, Antikumpo, right. right. Yeah, they're from Africa. They moved Listen. to Greece. Mm. But, um. Yeah, what was your, you didn't give your prediction yet, did oh, you? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Let me put Don down. He says Suns in four. We'll have to ask Doc Connector this before he get before we get Doc Connector. I don't know if he was bullshitting, but he said he thinks it might go seven. Um, oh, he did say that, didn't he? Yeah, he's a fool for that. Yeah, I don't think. I think. A, uh, I think I'm rocking with you. I think I'm gonna go Suns in five. And we also have to say 
Uh, that's assuming there is no significant injuries to any big name, because obviously that's another thing that bites us sometimes. Naturally, as we say, this is going to be in five or six or whatever, and then so and so's hurt or out. No, no, regardless, I say sons in five. Well, shit, Chris Paul get hurt. Injuries or not, I don't care if uh, Devin and Chris get hurt. Sons in Uh, five. Nah, now you tripping. That's a different. That's a whole different game right there. If they get hurt, that's a whole different game. Now DeAndre Ayton, but yeah, no, I still feel sons in five. Yeah, I like I like DeAndre Ayton a lot too, man. I mean, he dropped a twenty-two on them last game, nineteen rebounds. Yeah, nice man. strong double double one off of that 2020 game. Yeah, I like the coach too, Monty Williams. I didn't know that him and Love Chris Monty Paul. Williams. I didn't know they played together back in like they got history mm-hmm. back in New Orleans and stuff. I yeah, I didn't know about that. Um, cool. Okay, so we move on and then we'll get into this mock draft. I just yep, got two yep, yep. things here: uh, trade rumors. Talking about Pascal Siakam getting traded from Toronto to the Golden State Warriors for James Weissman in that number seven pick in the first mm. round. That's not worth it, though. I like that him was my first that. question: Is do you think that that's that trade is worth it? No, not for because I like Weissman before he got hurt. He was he's he's showing uh, potential, and then you're saying the number seven pick. I mean, there's a couple guys. You you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Uh, what about Cameron Johnson? That's my cousin. We talked about that a couple podcasts ago. I fuck with Cam. That's your cousin? Nah, I said, uh, but knowing my grandfather, that's his last name. Oh. I said, his kids, we still finding out about from him, so I wouldn't be surprised if that could, wouldn't. Could be. Kid to me. Could but, be. um, yeah, I fucks with Cameron Johnson. He just wishy-washy. He's still young. He don't get, en- he don't get enough, uh looks to fight to get comfortable with his game but i do see him as being a player coming down the line that moves into like a a six-man role like i wouldn't be surprised if cameron johnson doesn't win like a six-man of the year in the next three years matter of fact let me write that down because <laughs> I feel like that's hot that's a hot take six man next three cam johnson Mark my words, Don Don. But yeah, he's decent. He just like I said, he, he gotta come into his own right now. He's not there yet. But sounds, um, familiar. sounds familiar. He the uh light skinned dude with the afro on the nets. Or uh, not the nets, the suns. Oh, I see him now. Oh, he shoots threes from the corner. Okay, he went to uh UNC too. I see him now. Yeah, nah, he's definitely decent. He just, like I said, he hadn't had enough shine in the uh, pro level to be comfortable with his game. But he's definitely not scared to shoot, and he has good defense is what I definitely love to see about players. Um, next uh, trade rumor is Ben Simmons to Portland for C.J. McCollum. Um, How you feel about that? And then follow-up question is, do you think that's enough to keep Dame? Because I think that's more of a reason for Dame to no, be like, oh, I'm that's... the fuck out of here. Fuck Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Fuck Ben All right. Simmons. I'm right, Chauncey. out. Forgot about Chauncey going there. Um, that's not enough if I'm Dame to keep me. Um, CJ McCollum, I think he would play better with another complimentary player in the backcourt. I don't know who would... Well, okay, they have that Seth Curry. That might be a good one. What? 
CJ to Atlanta with Trey Young. That might be a good one. I mean, it definitely would be, but I feel like what's the difference with him and Dame? Because we know Dame is better than Trey. But what? See, that's that's what I'm saying though. Trey's in the East, and Dame's Trey has West. a completely different game than than Dame does. Yeah, I mean, he shoots from the logo though. Too. I mean, yeah, it's right. Similar, but though, Trey too. will guarantee you eight to ten assists a game, where Dame will finish a game with four and forty nine points. I've seen that Donovan Cameron Payne gets a ring either way, like Virgil out there back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I saw that as well. Um, uh, that's a that's a good, good point. point. I mean, die. that's a good point. Um, he definitely has better chance in the East, and I think it, with Doc Rivers, I think because I think Doc's a pretty good coach. Obviously, you know, love Doc Rivers. Yeah, I feel like Doc Rivers is the Mike Tomlin of the uh, NFL. I agree. NBA. You know, that's a that's a great comparison. I I could definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I would agree. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, I don't think it'd be a bad. Well, I don't. I'm not a fan of Ben Simmons. So let me just say this right now for I'm the record. Anywhere he goes, I was. I, well, you know, until you. he got exposed in the league, and then I, I feel like if you can't shoot, at least be honest. You don't even try to do that. You're too Bruh. big not to be doing something. G. What are you working on in the offseason? But I do feel you? bad for him the way motherfuckers is eating him out right Hell now. Hell no. They eating him out like a, a lesbian porno flick. I'm telling you. They are chewing him <laughs> a new one. I can't. Listen, hold on. Because you told me to remind you. Uh, so if my math is correct, according to this timer in Zoom, at a minute and 31 <laughs> Zoom, I need you to write that down on your pen and paper to save that. For <laughs> 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 you you're told dumb. me to start, you know, we got to start. Oh, so anyways, shit. Write that down on 07. 721 at about a minute or hour 31 in. I got you. That's it, boy. But I don't feel bad, Cliff. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do feel bad. Because because you're in the NBA. You're getting paid millions of dollars. You have endorsements. Why isn't your game improving? Why can't you shoot? Why can my whack ass probably shoot better than you? And I don't even play ball. Um... He got a bad wrist. His wrist is bad. He got I'll a bad wrist. My money's on me against him and Horace. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you might be able to beat him and Horace. That's what I'm saying. I might I, put my money on you. Right. I might put in that's I might put my that's money saying on something. You and that's saying him something. And Horace now. You know, now if he dunks them all, then we lost right. all our money. <laughs> right. Okay? I, I can't defend that. But I just, I don't feel bad, Cliff, because it's like, you're, yeah. all right, I'm going to say this. How harsh I am on your boy, Ezekiel Elliott, because he's a ex-Buckeye. Uh, How harsh I... All right, let me just cut to the nitty-gritty. What I'm saying is, Ezekiel Elliott, we know he can be great. But, bruh, what are you doing lately? What are you... Like, you're stinking up the place. Like, you're not showing We had those co- We potential. had that conversation, though. I feel like he's not... Ben Simmons. Not, um, well, that's something completely different. I feel like uh, because Ben Simmons has never been... Um, Philly's workhorse. Right. It's always been in B. Um, Ezekiel Elliott has been Dallas's workhorse. So I feel like if he gives up on the on the team saying that y'all don't got anybody to cover if it's not me, I'm not gonna hurt myself for y'all anymore. That makes sense. Ben Simmons can't say that. That's true. That's a good point. Zeke can be like, nah, you see my Russian stats before y'all gave me that contract? 
I'm not doing that again until y'all add some pieces to where you you take some strain off my back. Ben can't say that. But they're paying, Ze I mean, in Zeke's case, we're paying him big money. He asked for big money. He got it. So I need you to produce either way, bro. He deserved bro. it. He deserved it. I deserved it before you gave it to me. You gave it to me off the potential that I would continue doing it. And I will continue doing it if you show me that you're going to do more than just rely on me to run the ball all the time. They got wide receivers. I mean, I guess I know this is NBA, but, but you don't I mean, use them. Use well, them. Dak, use them, Mari well, Cooper. Use everybody. Well, Dak was hurt. I mean, obviously he's coming back. But. Right, but Andy Dalton was a pocket passer. A lot better oh. of a pocket passer than Dak, I would say. Hell no, here you go. Shit. I feel like Dak was more of a Russell Westbrook like playmaker than a pocket passer. I mean Andy yeah. Dalton's not leaving that pocket. Right. I won't step out of it. Right. That got hurt running out of the pocket past the line of scrimmage. Well, that's most black quarterbacks. Besides, Russell can obviously do both. Russell will, he'll, if he needs to. And I'm not pocket. saying that can't, but I will put you more in the playmaking category than the pocket passing category. I agree. Pat Mahomes, I put him more in a pocket passing category than a playmaking. Yeah, he don't. Because you got to force him, him out of that box. Yeah. He's not the fastest for real. He's not he's right. that. He's and I respect that. it. Right, 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 right. But what I'm saying is, you you know, he'll work a pocket. Uh, Andy Dalton will work a pocket. Why the fuck is Zeke expected to run the ball 30 times a game? Shit doesn't make sense. Pass the fucking ball, or I'm just going <laughs> to take the games off. I'm just, I'm just going to not run like I used to. He definitely ain't. Cause... So I understand why Zeke does that. Yeah, I mean, Ben Simmons, I don't think... I just don't. I don't like Ben Simmons. I mean, CJ McCollum. I think he's a great player. I think he helps out almost anybody. But Ben Simmons, unless you improve your game, bro, you just a detriment. I mean, you really Donovan are. said, "Get out of here, uh, Cliff." That's like Nick Foles. And you know what? If I'm keeping it a buck, I would say Nick Foles is a better pocket passer than Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is not the best pocket passer. Don, you try to compare Andy Dalton to Nick. Oh. And that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. I would, I would definitely give that's it to Nicky over uh, Andy Dalton. Right. I mean, but um, I see what he's getting at, though. But I'm saying that, in my opinion, and my opinion could be off, but my opinion is that's proving my point even further because Nick Foles, in my opinion, is still a better pocket passer than Dak Prescott. And when yeah, I say I a pocket passer, I mean someone that you will not rush out of the pocket. That will take the sack before they step up and try to run out and move out of the way. Someone that looks for all their reads before they decide to put their head down and cross that line of scrimmage. That's right. Nick Foles. That's Andy Dalton. That's not Dak Prescott. Right. Dak Prescott may skip a few reads to take off on feet because he trusts his feet that much. But I'm sorry, it. once again, we're we're um talking basketball, but the whole comparison was Ben Simmons, and I just feel like that's um in no way disrespectful to Ezekiel Elliott. I just feel like you can't compare the two because Ben Simmons got another contract. Did he? Yeah. After the loss? I'm saying beyond his rookie contract, Ben Simmons got another contract, right? To stay 
Remember, because they had those issues. Him and uh, Embiid, uh, Embiid had them issues, and Embiid was like, "Nah, I don't want him here." And this was like what three years ago, and they was like, "Nah, try to work it out." And they gave him another contract. And now we're here, where it's like, should we trade him? This may be, well, no, it can't be his uh, free agency year because they would just release him if they didn't want him. Right. But I doubt they would release him because you could still get something for Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? You can get something for him. You definitely could. I mean, you could. I mean, somebody's going to give us, you know. Right. So I don't see, I I don't see him just releasing him. No. But I also don't see Ben Simmons for CJ McCollum to Portland either. And if that is the case, it's somebody in Portland that can be taken advantage of. Right. Yeah, Dame ain't staying over no Ben Simmons. Like I said, I, I was saying, what else? <laughs> if I was poor. Right, right. They say, right. we'll give you Ben Simmons for CJ. I say, well, and what else? Right. And how, and how many picks? Right. Because <laughs> that don't match where, I, where I'm where i from out west. Right. In Oregon. Nah. That doesn't line up to me. No, nah, not at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a crazy trade rumor. I haven't heard. Uh, I did hear a trade rumor. I think ESPN. about uh, what's the other trade rumor I heard about? My Lakers getting as a point guard. What point guard was it? It wasn't Dame. It was another trade rumor. Uh, somebody, it's gonna bug me, man. Uh, I've I seen saw it, like, the Lakers with somebody new. Lakers trade rumors. What was it? Because we were, we were in, the rumor was we were gonna give up Kyle Kuzma. Oh, DeMar. So Lakers are interested in DeMar DeRozan. I did see that. Oh, that's not who I was thinking of. Nuggets. That's not who I was thinking of. It wasn't DeMar. But it was somebody else. Yeah, that's not who I was initially thinking. It was somebody else. And I just, I can't think of it now. Yeah, and that's going to bother me too. Let me see. NBA. NBA rumors says Lakers can land Colin Sexton and Kevin Love in a blockbuster trade. And the rumor would be giving up uh, Kyle Kuzma, Taylor Horton, Taylor Horton Tucker, and uh, who's the other shooting guard uh, that you like? That I like uh, Caruso. No, the black. Um, Caldwell Pope. Is that him or the other guy? I don't really like him that much, but I'm not. I'm not against Cleveland. Yeah, it was Caldwell Pope. Pope. It's, and it says a, a, first, a 2027 first round pick. With all that? Yeah. That's well, Colin Sexton had a, 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 I believe, a 25.4 average on the year. Points average. But that wouldn't work. If LeBron was smart, he wouldn't take that because Colin Sexton doesn't pass. Well, LeBron going to make him, you already know. No, 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 no. Just because he's LeBron doesn't mean you can download new information into a motherfucker's head. He didn't pass before. So if you think you're going to train him to pass in one year, you don't have a lot of time left, bruh. Right. That's not the guy you want to hope. Now, yeah, he can put points on the board and he's pretty durable, doesn't get hurt too much, always usually plays guarantees you at least 23 points a game right but if you don't pass how does that help you unless you just say this is my Roomba right this is my Roomba I step off the court 
he takes my place and just puts shit, he sucks shit up, he puts shit on the board. Right. That way, at least when I come back, we're not down as, as, as many points as if I leave half-broke-ass AD out there on the floor. He might have to go, too. I mean, he... His time might be up. At this point, if they was like, we'll give you AD for Colin Sexton, and I was a Cleveland GM, I'd say, and what else? Right. And what picks? Because AD, I'm not giving Colin Sexton up for broke-down-ass AD unless you're sweetening the deal some way. Hmm. But, yeah, no, I mean, that would make sense if he passed the ball. But he doesn't pass the ball, so I don't I don't see that working out. But I do see um I do see the 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 Lakers making a dumb move like that because I feel like they could get them both on the cheap. You know what I mean? Like Colin, reasonably cheap. Kevin Love, a lot cheaper because he's out of contract next year. So they don't mm. Lakers don't have to take on that idiotic contract that Cleveland did when LeBron asked them to. Right. Now you can give Kevin Love a vet minimum and say, "Bruh, you've only played 13 games in 4 seasons. That's you, all you get worth. paid 2.5 for the year. If you don't like it, you can leave the NBA." Right. Nobody else wants him. Man, Kevin Love played out. And he's a he's decent player, out. and I don't know, maybe he's pulling an Ezekiel Elliott where he's like, I'm not playing for this fuck-ass team risking injury. I'll just be injured until my contract's up. He could be. I mean, he might He might just be really unhappy. He doesn't strike that. me as a dumb dude. No, I think he, he probably, he might just be unhappy with his role. Remember, he threw the basketball, didn't he, like, throw the basketball one time or two times this past? Mm-hmm. He did, kept the ball one time, threw the basketball another I think he's just unhappy. I think that's what it comes down to. And I mean, that definitely not, could be. He's not, yeah. But um, anyways, yeah, I know you. Um, we touched. We touching on the mock draft. We holding off on yeah, that right now. Yeah, that's the last yeah. thing we'll touch on, and then um, we'll wrap it up. Um, I know we touched on it last week when you wasn't there. I did see. One specific, well, two specific changes in the top five. Kay Cunningham, of course, going number one. Right. Um, Guard forward out of Oklahoma uh, State. That's Detroit all day. If Detroit doesn't take that pick, hit the showers every episode of all (laughs) next season. I will say that. Right. (laughs) Change. um, And I don't see this as being true. And I gave my reasoning behind this last week. Um, they moved Jalen Green up from third pick going to Cleveland to second pick going to Houston. I'm going to see that. The only reason why I don't <coughs> think that that makes sense is because Houston traded away Clint Capella to Atlanta. So they need a, they need a center. They need a good center threat to replace him to actually, you know, hold shit down in the paint. They don't have that currently. On top of that, Jalen Green is Kevin Porter Jr. They're mm. the same exact player. Why would you get two shooting guards that play the same way and put them on the same team if you don't have a big man to cover the ends of everybody else? Right. 
So I, I still see uh, Evan Mobley out of USC going number two to Houston. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think that it'll be Jalen Green unless they feel like they're going to offload Kevin Porter Jr. Unless they feel like Kevin's not working in Houston either. We'll just get the same player over again and let him go. Right. Because he was right. bad in Cleveland. He's bad here. We're done with him. Right. That's the mm. only way I could see Houston taking um, Jalen is if you see Kevin Porter Jr. released from Houston in the next 60 days after that draft. Um, then they said Evan Mobley to Cleveland won't happen. I don't see that <laughs> happening because we already have um, Jared <clears throat> uh, right. We already have uh, Jared Allen, right? So why would we go with another center to make him feel like we don't want or appreciate him when there are a lot more holes in our game? One, being the shooting guard position, especially if you plan on trading Colin Sexton. Because we know Darius Garland's running a point. We're getting sick of running this undersized two guard that only scores... Let's go with the Jalen Suggs. Mm. You feel me? That's a point guard that's oversized that can be moved to the two. And then you and Darius handle that. We can trade Colin for Kevin Love, if that's the truth. Get a Kuzma to put in at a small forward position. And now we're looking at a, a overall team. And not one of those players can complain about being in the small market. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kuzma if he's still fucking with. Oh no, he's not fucking with Kylie. Kuzma was never messing. I mean, with Kylie. Uh, Kendall. He was. I think he was talking to Kendall. Yeah, he's he fucking with one of them. That girl I, we talked about with you and right, with, uh, Whitney, with this, or Winnie yeah. Harlow. Winnie Harlow. With the, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Devin Booker's fucking with Kendall, though, so we'll see how he play out the finals. Right. Well, listen, he may be... I don't know. He may be... uh, He's mixed, so the white side may be protecting him from the devil side of the Kardashian (laughs) to where he like, I can cook. Freaking holy Right. I can cook. (laughs) Uh, But then, five, we got a change. It was Jonathan Kaminga out of the G League um, with the Ignite with Jalen Green. Now it's Scotty Barnes out of Florida State, um, small forward going to Orlando, they say. Um, six is going to Davion Mitchell out of Baylor, um, going oh, to OKC. What, what's your source by? Like, what are you? What this are you is the uh, NBCSports.com mock draft. Okay, because um, I was just curious because Bleacher Report had uh-huh. that did one, of course, and they updated theirs, I believe, like an hour and a half two hours ago so that's why i was curious to see it's obviously similar what you have what you have in your first top five uh they've got it um kate cunningham like you said number one number two jalen green number three evan mobley number four jalen suggs number five they got jonathan kaminga so that's how it was last week on um i don't think i wrote down the source on that one I did not write down the source. And, of course, they're going to keep changing. All Obviously, it's my draft. Right, so. of course. And that was after the uh, 
<clears throat> that was after the um, combine scrimmages. Mm. The one that I read last week was before the combine scrimmages, and Jonathan Kaminga actually got injured in the combine scrimmage, which is why I think he dropped from five to seven. Oh, okay. so Bleacher Report may still be having him at five, saying like the injury's not that serious. He'll be back. Where everybody else may be saying he got injured regardless, drop him down. Because then it's uh what I got, and I'll give my six through ten. You give me yours, then okay. we'll wrap it up. I got uh Davian Mitchell out of Baylor, like I said. Then Jonathan Kaminga out of the G League with the Ignite going to the Golden State Warriors. But if the Golden State Warriors trade for Pascal Siakam, that pick would then go to Toronto, which I don't know. Yeah, I would still go with a Kaminga if I was to Toronto, to be honest. Mm. I would still take that, especially because Pascal Siakam was a, a, a four. Yeah. I guess a four... Uh, undersized a four five, five ish, center. yeah. Right, mm -hmm. um, Kaminga would be a three undersized four ish. You know what I mean? So you can't play him on the center, but it still wouldn't be a bad replacement, in my opinion. Right, you're getting a similar style player, hard nosed defensive player, can still shoot, will dunk on you as well. So watch out for him. So right. um, I could see that going either way to Golden State or Toronto. Um, eight, I got Keon Johnson out of Tennessee, dude with the 48-inch vertical. Um, mm. That goes to Orlando, too. So Orlando got five and eight. Then they uh, on NBC Sports, they had Josh Giddy. He's out of Australia, so I have nothing. Mm. I have, I know nothing about this guy. But he's a point guard. Um, that pick goes to Sacramento Kings. And then 10, I had Moses Moody out of Arkansas going to uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. He's a small forward. I'm not familiar, familiar with him, but I have seen a little bit from him. I just don't know anything about his, like, all-around game right. to have an opinion about him. So I don't know about that. But everything else didn't sound... Off. Off. Yeah, to me. I still probably would have kept Kaminga at a 5-6. Because he still walked off the court. You know what I mean? It wasn't a situation where he was like, he needed carried off. So right. I'm assuming <laughs> it that he'll be good by the time draft and training camps come around. Wouldn't drop him down to 7. But what was your 6 through 10? And we'll... Uh, hit the showers and wrap it up because I'm about to piss on myself. Right. So, uh, number six, Scotty Barnes. Number seven, James Booknight from Connecticut they got. Number eight, uh, they have via the Bulls, Davion Mitchell. Number nine, they got Sacramento Kings, Kai Jones from Texas. Number 10, they have New Orleans getting Keon Johnson from Tennessee. So, wait, you said eight to the Bulls? Yeah, it's, well... Maybe I read it wrong. It says, oh, so it's the, it? I guess what they're saying is the Bulls must have traded lost that to the, ma or traded it. Yeah, it says Orlando Magic, but it says via Bulls. Oh, by way, the Bulls. Okay, yes, that makes sense. Because okay. I was wondering why Orlando had two top 10 picks. The only way they would have gotten that is by way of a trade. So that makes perfect yeah. sense. And I'm sorry, who'd you say was that? 
Davion Mitchell from Baylor. Oh, okay. So they got him going eight instead of six. That makes more sense to me, though, honestly. Yeah, I can see and that. Then, but that doesn't make sense to me that you would get him to the Bulls because you got Kobe White. And if you're developing him, what the fuck do you need uh, Davion Mitchell for? Man, he built like a damn football player. You better take what you can get. Them boys is balling on Baylor. Ooh, Davion man. Mitchell, not Davion Mitchell. He was the undersized guard that was shooting. Well, I just, I don't remember what not game. Not undersized, but. Well, we talked about it a while, while back when the championship and stuff was going on, but, or whatever the playoffs. That was the uh, power playoffs. forward. Um, What was his name? No, I, I mean, when you first seen the whole team on Baylor for the most part. Like, oh, yeah, they got a little like they got was, a little size, a little stocky. Was, but I'm saying regardless, like, if you already got Kobe White, what do you need another point guard for? And if right, you well, put him at the shooting guard spot, he would be undersized at that, at like 6'2". Right. So what, what what's the point of getting a Davion Mitchell if you're the Bulls? I just don't see that. He may grow. You know, these kids is young. You know what I mean? They still take off. Definitely. But, no, if I'm not mistaken, he's he's a two- or three-year player. He was a junior, I believe. Yeah, I think he was. So, I don't think yeah. he's growing too much. Man, probably if not. If you're a junior and you're still only 6'2", maybe, what, we get an inch out of you? Well, didn't KD, didn't KD grow more once he got into the league? Or didn't he shoot up, like? More than he was, like he was already tall, obviously. But well, didn't he shoot up when he got to the league? I know somebody did. Yeah. I know you are right about somebody. That might be KD. Right. The KD right. makes right. the most sense because he was still coming out of high school, though. No, he played for Texas. Oh, you're oh, saying you like said was... KD? I'm sorry, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He played for Texas for a year. I, I thought I'm thinking of KG. Um, yeah, but even still, that's different than your junior year. You know right, what I mean? Right. That's true. I don't see you. Yeah, that makes sense. You That's come true. out your sophomore year, you grow a couple more inches. But your junior year, bruh, they do right. say dudes don't stop growing until about 25. So it's still a shot, but or I wouldn't you, risk him growing more inches to give him to the Bulls. Or for you, it was, it was the age of 10. <laughs> yeah, I was about done. About, uh, 14, 15. It's like, that's it. That's all, folks. Listen. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know the Josh Giddy dude. I'm gonna have to do my research on him. Me too. Yeah, I'm gonna check him out. And see, see what they out got of Australia, him. he's a point guard too. For them to even think about giving him top ten, he must be something. Right. Um, but we will wrap it up before I choose to piss in this mug or one of these bottles. <laughs> um, we're on a futon. That's the insider clipping on. Um, or on <laughs> listen. Uh what's the hit the showers? Um give me a hit yeah. the showers and then tomorrow is Suns um Bucks Bucks again. I want hit the showers and then I want uh Chris Paul stat line. Uh Mike the Showers gonna go to Giannis and the Bucks for last night's performance. I was absolutely terrible to <laughs> set the tone in game one. Um, Chris Paul stat line for tomorrow. I'm gonna give Chris Paul, let's say I'll give him 24 points. We'll go with eight assists, and I give him three steals. No, no rebounds. Man, his little ass ain't about to jump up there and I'll, I'll jump Giannis and then okay. Brooke Lopez and then. 
All right. Well, I'm going to say my hit the showers is going to go to um, <clears throat> whoever lobbied for that Ben Simmons, CJ McCollum trade. trade. <laughs> fucking foolish. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Fucking foolish. I wish I had a name to put on it. Um, for Chris Paul's stat line, I'm going 29, 3, and 7. 29. So 29 points. 3 rebounds, seven, 3 rebounds, 7 assists. Yeah. No steals? No steals. Okay. 29, 3, and 7. How many fouls? <laughs> How many fouls? Oh, you know, I ain't counting all that. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> uh, Donovan said, gotta go early, but it's hit the showers is Michael Jordan. I wish I knew why, Don Don, but shit. Uh, have to catch that inside scoop. Right, we'll catch him next time. But uh, what you got, uh, Malk? You got anything to take us out? Let's go USA in the Olympics. I want to see what this uh, basketball team is going to look like. I know that's fucking right. Go USA. Go USA. Also, also F USA for kicking Shikari out completely. Man, also F USA. They said if Donald <laughs> Trump, they said if Donald Trump was in office, he said he just said weed weed's now legal. I'm signing Oops. an executive order. Shikari's good. She's still right. Running, well, running for the great country of usa all right <laughs> man some listen but to all my shower heads out there as always uh be good or be good at it we will catch you next time on saturday yeah much love everybody much love go good USA luck Cavs next Olympics. year man good ain't luck no Cavs. good luck we don't need your fucking luck chump you <laughs> out this bitch <laughs>